Thank you for downloading this episode of Let's Chat, old and new listeners alike. The guest today is Ashley Hogue. I like to call her Ash because of the Pokemon television program I used to watch and video game I used to play on the old Game Boy. Yeah, way to way to date yourself there, Revel. Well, I am your host, Chris Revel. Last week's episode with John Tomolo was a smashing success. We received the highest amount of downloads per episode. It was just amazing. I received a lot of great feedback from friends and family, text messages, Facebook messages, emails, just from everybody. Thanks again to John and Jackie for hosting me in your home and being a part of the show. Uh, I had talked to John since, and he would love to come back on the show, so we are going to make that happen. The goal is to get every member of Folly. If you or anyone you know want to come on this show, please let me know, let them know. I'm definitely looking to expand our guest. I will continue to have friends and family because it's always, it's always great just to hang out with someone that you like and just have an excuse to hang out. But I really want to f- work on getting uh, people from the arts, the actors, comedians, filmmakers, uh, musicians. That's definitely a goal of ours. Um, so Ashley Hogue, our guest, always just... She's a lot of fun. Um, I can't. She's obviously going to... Ashley said she'd love to come back. But since recording the podcast with her, uh, we kind of just touch upon it in the episode. Uh, Ashley and I got to be on a radio show together. Her mother, Paula Marie, has a show with uh, Kim on WNRI, 1380 AM, Everyday Real Women with Kim and Paula Marie. Uh, I got to be on the radio. Never been in a radio station before. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for them to having me on with Ashley. So Ashley and I saw each other afterwards and started joking around like, we're like media friends now. But that was a ton of fun. So thank you to Kim and Paul Marie. Uh, and I look forward to having them on the podcast at some point. As we discussed in this episode, Ashley is what she calls internet famous. She has a lot of followers on the Tumblr. I formed a Tumblr for the podcast, letschatpodcast.tumblr.com. You could check us out. Uh, not too many posts, but there's some good reposting. Definitely worth looking into. You can now contact the show on facebook.com slash chat or email us at letschat at gmail.com. And uh, as our new sponsor to the show, there's the rub. Uh, amazing spice rubs. And if you would like a free sample, write to the show on Facebook, email us, Tumblr, text me, someone if I know you in person. Uh, just send us a quote, what you think of the show, write me an iTunes review, and you'll get a very large spice rub sent to you. Uh, that'll be great. So let's get into it with this episode of Ashley Hogue. Ashley Hogue is my friend. We are former co-workers, and we just get along really well. One of the things I really love about Ashley is uh, I get pretty excited very easily, and I write it here, but like, Ashley, oh my god, how are you? Yeah, 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 screaming, and that's that's more my personality, and Ashley be like, hey, what's up? And she means it with love. I think she's a mix of like uh, Liz Lemon, Tina from Bob's Burgers, and a little bit of Daria Morgendorfer from Daria, and I only say those things with nothing but love for Ashley. She's awesome. We talk about her, uh, one of her besties, Catherine Andrews, who will actually be a guest in about two weeks, so you could hear her, and eventually we're going to have Catherine and, and Ash and Ash on together. That'll be great. Ashley was a ton of fun. She came over. She brought a ton of snacks, and we recorded in the middle of the day on a Monday. And we had a lot of snacks. A couple of uh, times you'll hear us say, like, let's stop to get snacks. 
and we stop, and then you'll hear us come back, and we've just had snacks. And more than once, my cat, Belle, hence why we call it the Cat Cave, kept jumping on the table and interrupting the podcast, so you can, at one point, you'll hear us start talking to the cat. We tried to get a picture with her, but she kept running away. Uh, fun story, we you know have cat treats because we spoil our cat, Victoria and I, my wife, and Ashley fed a cat treat to my cat, Belle, out of her hand, and my cat has never done that before. I also just want to throw out that I'm so happy when I listen back to this episode. We recorded this, I don't know, weeks and weeks and weeks ago, uh, especially with everything with Mike quitting. It kind of pushed me back, so there's only like two episodes, three episodes for this July when I like to do one week to week. And so I kind of forgot what we talked about, but I knew there was a discussion of sexuality and the show Girls and that infamous scene with Adam. So when I listened back to it, I was so proud of how well we handled it and how well Ashley and I came off. I let her listen to the episode first. She agreed. We were both kind of proud of it. astonished with ourselves. We're like, yeah, we done good. But, man, uh, always fun. I'm going to quit rambling. Here's this episode of Let's Chat. Thank you again to Jeff Toll, who does our music, and Matt Pasinich, who did our artwork. Yes, Funyuns. Does your mic feel good? Everything you're happy? No, yeah, it's totally fine. I forgot about the snacks. Oh, yeah, well, there's snacks. Uh, uh, yes. Your mom's a radio person. Wait, she is a radio I want to start person. off because you're internet famous, so what does that mean? I don't I'm know. I'm not internet famous. I just have a lot of followers on Tumblr. Which Do you want to plug your Tumblr? I can put it in the no. intro. All no, right. I have enough... No offense to the Tumblr following, but I have a lot of weird, random people. Why do you have followers? I do not even know, to be perfectly honest. Do you put, like, nudies up or something? No, I don't even. Not to assume that you would. That was wrong of me. (laughs) I mean, no, but... That's what people get famous for on those sites. I don't know how it happened. Nudies obviously mean pictures of hot dogs. Yes. Or or my actual dog, Noodles. (laughs) I do, however, post a lot of nudies so in, so noodle pictures in reality there are pictures of nudes <laughs> if you are referring to nudes Nood- as my dog's key nickname then heck yeah tons of nudes do you, do you ever put your dog in like uh, cutoffs and call him a never nude <laughs> like the rest of the world damn it damn it missed opportunities <laughs> see i told you everyone gets so quiet and then the mics come out and they just Whoa. no literally like Prepare for the Instagram picture of noodles and cutoffs. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it's happening. You know who um, Jamie Marks has been on like twice? Uh-huh. She's a chatter. I know. I listen to one of the shows. Surprise. You don't know who listens. It's weird. I assume. I mean, somebody does. Just not me. Not yeah. someone. Someone out there. You had listened to this before. I have. And you still said yes. So I what's did. wrong with you? I'm not. I'm being a good friend right yeah. now. We are friends. I we know. we used to work together. We did used to work together, like literally a week ago. Oh my god! I actually start the new job Tuesday, so I had vacation, but uh, not, I don't right. get. I don't have this like Monday morning dread of like back to the grind. I'm like, oh my god, everything has changed. What do I do? My life is different. Who am I? What am I doing? <laughs> I have new hours. I'm gonna have new colleagues. Everything's different. Oh jeez. But we yeah. You, how long do we work together for? Not long. Like five months. It was great. The best. But we got along really well, really quick. 
And so blank, you like, made fun of me. If I I'm did. Allowed, am I allowed to share the, the story? We're arch nemeses. Yeah, pretty quickly. And how month we're at I trivia? I don't remember the story, but please continue. Was it when you're like we're at trivia one night? Oh, yep. Now <laughs> I know. You're like, you're a fucking idiot. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, how did you not know I was gay? I'm like, you're gay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, that time, and everybody at the table was like, you didn't really? know that. Really? You didn't know Ash? But we were also with two other people who were also gay that I did yep. not know were at the time. Well, I... Well, no. I just... I, no, you didn't know. No, no. No. No idea. But, like, not in, like... I just... I, I, it just never occurred to me in the same way that, like, if... When you meet someone, I'm not trying to assess their sexuality. Oh, ice cream That's truck. gonna be... Yeah, I was literally about to say there is an ice cream truck yeah. outside right now. So I have mm. the windows open. So I think it's like that, like, I like to think I was the opposite of like, it just, not that it doesn't matter, no. it's just, it's yeah. wrong. Yeah, no, I totally to under, when you said that, I was like, oh, he's actually being a really decent human being. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. So, are we, are you comfortable talking about something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime. That's what sucks, because I'm straight, and I would never get on a podcast anywhere and be like, Christopher, tell me the struggles of being a heterosexual. Heterosexual phobia. Oh, it's horrible. Sometimes nothing different happens for me at all <laughs> and a I lot leave. of benefits and can get married in any state in the union i know and it's horrible and i'm married but if i wasn't married and but single if you weren't married i'd be so jealous of the gays oh i'm sure i've had so many i've had a lot of gay friends i feel like fortunate of uh growing up and then they get and meet lots of different people getting the gay experience <laughs> yeah you guys are so much more fabulous I, it's just it comes with a title I, I know it does but then you know i don't no. Did you ever watch the Sarah Silverman program? Yes, always. With uh, Steve Agee and Brian Posey yes. were the two gay guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. I think that's my favorite when like homosexuality comes to the point where it's just like boring. It's just there and very like, mundane and yeah. it's just like, oh, that lost all its thunder real fast. Like you think of like Pride or like uh, Provincetown and Cape Cod or like San Francisco. Ugh. And I've been to all those places and yep. it's loud and proud and wonderful. And then like the reality is it's just two 60-year-old men drinking coffee, reading the paper on the porch, looking at the beach. With their very old dog. With their dog. And you're like, oh. Their adopted black children. This is what we hate. Yeah. Isn't that sweet? Yep. I would adopt a black child. Any child. Any child. Actually, of any me, color. Me and Victoria were talking about that. I would want, if I'm going to adopt, I want to get the darkest possible child oh. because i know um so sad but the, the the lowest adoption rate of children are the darker skin tone that's horrific yeah those are the and i it's oh and my lord i i forgot i was listening to a podcast with some tv director paris clay was his name on aisha mm-hmm. tyler i don't know if you listen yeah. to her show she's awesome I've heard her, yeah. and he was talking about he's black and he was adopt and gay and he's adopting kids mm-hmm. and read that statistic that darker skin children get the least adoption and end up terrifying. in foster care so he adopted a bunch of like extremely Good. like dark children yeah i was like i want to do that if yeah I, but t- adoption is expensive adoption's ridiculously expensive to be trying to give a child a life like i know i don't know what i don't understand the. it's weird mm. and you want them to have a good life then i don't know have you watched orange yet Yep. Like uh, that story with Tasty and that yes. woman. Ugh, like that that's bitch. a whole statement. This Fuck. bitch. Fucking V. Fucking V. <laughs> that was a good ending. But like that whole statement. That's like such a statement on the system itself. Like yeah, there's just people for who take. Real. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. No. But so, because I've, I've had a lot of gay friends and it's, mm-hmm. and it is weird because it is like, there's just things you don't think about. Yeah. I, that as a straight person or a heterosexual person, yep. like the language you use or like the yeah. way people talk to you. So when you started your new job, when I start, we both say we tomorrow you and I both start a new job. Uh huh. You would have that whole factor in there of your sexuality. Yeah. That I would, you would never, never have even to think about think it. About. 
and would like never have to think fortunately about it. we're in like a really awesome place but yeah luckily we live in freaking massachusetts but you must like, get some horrible stuff even with the liberal i don't like that term open-minded yeah no i've had some shitty stuff happen but like i'm lucky enough to live in a very mm-hmm. open area of but the country and even like where we work I know yeah no, even at comics where I... were remi- yep. made to you in a very awesome open environment where the yep. the hierarchy doesn't feel that way. It was just one loud mouth. Yeah, but it's just like it happened to me on two occasions from two people I was friends with at the time, and it was just wicked disappointing to yeah. just have that in common culture. So and no, yeah. So I'm like that's such, and that's the the good end of things. Yeah, that's the good end. I live in like the most accepting part of the country, and that uh-huh. still happens to me. And it's from people that would never identify themselves as homophobic, and yeah. they still make the comments. And part of it is, so I'm I'm older. I'm 29. So yeah. when I was in high school in 2001 and like 2002, I graduated too. Yeah, I used the word fag on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and I had no idea that how bad it was. And it was no. one day. It was my junior year of high school. My teacher, Miss Costelli, someone got called a fag, and I don't like to use that word, but I'm um, because yeah, for the you're story using and, it for the story, and um, and was in tears and ran to her and cried. I don't remember, but I remember coming back from lunch and she screamed at our class. Oh dear! And it wasn't us who did it; like, you could tell. Yeah, it was like, genuinely, it was. Uh, she was heartbreaking and explained yeah. how uh, we shouldn't be using this word and how it's heartbreaking. That was like the first time, and then going to punk rock concerts, I yeah. learned a lot about that community. But I was like, and I never even thought of it. And but that word you used it, I yeah. never used it derogatory towards exactly. a person. So many people just slip it out there, but then you get the background and you get people that actually use it in that way, yeah. and it's heartbreaking how common it this is. This is how I'm ashamed to even say this, but in high school it would be like if I got a school lunch and it was slightly cold, I would drop the. That was how we used. That was the way Jeez. it was used so frequently yeah. in my high no, school. No, same thing in my high school. And it no. was just. But now it's so... I love how far things have come. Yes, so do I. Absolutely. Like, it's even a world of difference from when I graduated, and I did not graduate that long ago. So. No, isn't that like... Even though I've, if I like... If I stubbed my toe, I'm like, fucking fag. Oh, oh but dear. But was, it, it, was, it was like... It was so not that intention. It was interplaced with the word uh, hell. Yeah. Damn. It was like a swear word yep. that we used... And I was all and my common friends. Common everyday practice, just yeah. used casually. Or getting called gay and like, oh, that's gay, yo. That was yeah. a. I grew up in an urban area. Yeah, that was very common. Yep. Oh, and I use. I, I, I. You feel horrible for your language for. Oh yeah. Not knowing, but I. I, I obviously just did not. And know. that's the thing is, it's not usually with a homophobic intent, but it's still just so totally ingrained in our culture that it occurs constantly it's big in the black community yep of um yeah that's like homophobia runs rampant oh especially in the south yes oh my god everywhere a lot of it is like church ties it's like like atlanta those texas those places but even like someone like alec baldwin it's just weird because he supports the lbg community and then i think he's of that old school mentality like that's when you're mad you use that word i i don't forgive him for what he did but no definitely not it's one of those things where if you say it now and you know better like you don't deserve to come back from that i feel like well jonah hill was um someone who did it and then yeah. went on uh fallon and made like the most heartfelt apology it was a very heartfelt apology and like i'm really proud of him for acknowledging what he said and stuff but it doesn't really make it better because no. you know that deep down that was his gut reaction to somebody yeah. offending him and that's scary because that is very homophobic it like, the apology counts, but it doesn't overshadow no. what he said and the attentions behind it. 
And so let's let's start from the beginning. You're from Blackstone, Mass. Yep. Is that okay to say? Yep, yeah, that's fine. You're from B Stone. B Stone, which I've never Crackstone. heard. Crackstone. But like, uh, gro- how, what is growing up like a young lesbian in Blackstone like? Um, it's funny because I don't remember this, but when I was like six years old, I told my mom that I was kind of gay, and then they my parents made nothing of it. My mom has a ton of gay people in her family, so it's just something I grew Aww. up with. My dad's like a wicked right-wing conservative, gun-toting Republican guy, but you'd never hear a bad word out of his mouth about the gay community just because he But you love it. your dad. Yes. No, I love your my dad. Your tweets about him. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> dad dad's jokes hilarious. you told me are like the funniest things I've ever heard. No, but um, let me try and explain Blackstone. It's like a... 8,000 person town. I graduated with about 90 kids in my graduating class. Um, wow. One person of color in our entire high school. Um, very farmy area. So it's like, it's strange because it was a lot of conservative people, but more in genuine political how the country should be run ways instead of their like personal views like libertarianism yeah it was pretty much like a bunch of libertarians i went to school in vermont and lived up there for a while and i thought that oh yeah it was like that where like yep. i remember meeting someone's like what if i what i think about the homosexuals does not matter the government doesn't get to tell them what yep, to do exactly even if it was like a klansman who hated your guts and thinks you yep. should burn in the hell that doesn't exist government can't tell you what to do if you should get married yep. Exactly. I did meet a Klansman when I was out there, though. Oh, I'm sure. It's uh, <laughs> it's scary because they are very everyday people. And uh, oh, we were with our friend who was, uh, I think he's he was part Me- half Mexican, uh-huh. and we had to like we didn't know what was happening. We walked in and got the our friend was like, "Just we're gonna, today you're Italian." Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh dear. This is my is we're going to our friend's parents' house. Yeah, and this is his neighbor, and we're like, "Let's fight the power." He's like, and he was also gay. He's like, "There's some fights in life." Yeah. That just the it's guy's not worth 80. It. It's he's, not worth he it. doesn't lynch people. He's like, I've made peace with it. He's our neighbor. We just, whatever. Yeah. Just lie for the day. And I'm not the one who had to make the decision of being Italian for the day. Yeah, exactly. But our friend Eric was like, it seemed yeah, like he whatever. had been through that. Yeah. It's just, it happens. God, it sucks being middle class and white. Ugh. Ugh, darn. <laughs> Did you ever hear that Ben Fold so song? Rough. The rock in the suburbs and the chorus. It's like, yep. it's so hard being middle class male and white. Right. Um, but it is, which is the weird thing. And when I think of any like hardship I've had to go through, I think of anyone who wasn't male, middle class, and white and had to have their hardship on top of the like extra tenfold. hardships. Yep. And then I just feel like guilty and privileged. Oh. Well, that's kind of good. I mean, it's not a good feeling, but it's really good that you're recognizing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was like, I, some of my favorite people in the world, or my favorite friends are homosexual. And I think yeah. that's what makes me love them is because... Well, not because of their orientation of... Yeah, you're you're not a fag hag. I might be a little. (laughs) Okay. Of who they fall in love with. But I think it's like, there's like a defiance, I think, growing up with it you have to have of like, this is who I am. Yeah, and you get a like different sense of honesty because you kind of have to come to truth with the like most honest form of yourself. And that really, really changes how you interact with everybody. So... Wow, that's really deep. We went there. No, that's true. And I, I like um, having like friends who are gay and then being like, that person over there, homophobic secretly. Like, what? Yep, or, yep definitely. Or more importantly, I slept with that guy. And he's <laughs> Yeah. That guy over there with that girlfriend. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I had a good friend in college, uh, Francis, and gorgeous. 
Yeah. Gorgeous male. He was from Sierra Leone. If anyone knows who I'm talking about, he, he was not, he was very open about this. So he, was, <laughs> he had an accent and like, he was just like, he played rugby. He was the nicest and oh, sweetest geez. person. But straight guys on campus fell for him. Oh, so. I'm sure. I'm sure he got so much straight guy ass. <laughs> I think that's what he liked. Yep. I think one it's time we, challenge. Got, we were drunk and he's like, Chris, I'd make out with you. And I've never, I feel like, I was like, well, I don't want to, but. I feel really good about myself. If I had to? Yeah. You probably. You think probably. I'm attractive enough to make out with? Really? Cool. All right. You're like a supermodel. Sweet. Fuck yeah. I appreciate the compliment. But I went to like hippie dippy liberal arts school where oh, like sexuality yeah. was ultimately a skill for everybody. Yeah. No, there were just a lot of gays at my college. Where did you, and you went to RIS, Rick? Yeah. Rhode Island College? Yep. Rhode Island has a big gay population. They do. Man, it's if you, so strange. If you want to improve your neighborhood, move, move where gays gay people, move in. just invite the gays. Double income, no, no kids. Do you want to know one thing I love about Providence and our our mayor, uh, Angel Tavares? Mm-hmm. He marched in pride. Yeah, he did. <sighs> we cool didn't get dude. to go to pride. I missed it this year because I was coming mm-hmm. back up. Well, I came back on Friday. Um, from and it was like traffic all day, so I missed the yeah. concert on Friday and then Saturday. I was like, "Oh no, you missed Vandergram." I was so mad. Oh, it sucks. took like five and a half hours to get from northeastern New Jersey to here. Really? Because of Connecticut. Oh yeah, that's rough. So on Saturday, I was like, "I'm not fucking moving." <laughs> yeah, no. But I saw online that he watched in Pride, and yep. he had this beautiful post about. It. It was like, "Good for him." He's running for governor, but good. He's got my vote already. Me too. I was like, "That's." So I've heard cool. nothing but good things about him. I never lived here before. Anyone besides him as mayor. I wasn't here for the CNC era oh, or the whoever it was after. Yeah. Isn't he the first Spanish male? male I believe mayor? he's... Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the first I think first his whole thing is like... Hispanic one, yeah. From Head Start to Harvard. Yep. And um, I've read some really interesting articles, and, and not only do I agree with him on like social things, but he also, like financially, he like saved the city from... Like, I guess there was a time where... Pro, when I was here, it was like... Yep. You can't see it. No one can see this, but a very small... He's window. doing the little pinch symbol. Little pinch symbol, where Providence was almost the next Detroit, where we were about to go bankrupt. Oh, yeah. And they All were, of Rhode Island's on the border of that when soccer just went bankrupt. He took a us lot out. Of cities. We had yep. a surplus this year. Yep. He, the article was on The Guardian. It was a national syndicate, so I forget, or maybe it was the Projo. I don't know. I know. But about how he went to each union leaders and fires apartments and approached everyone calmly, and it wasn't like, we're slashing budgets. Yeah. He, like, reached across the aisles. He made deals with uh, private institutions yep. for paying tax. He just did all these things, like, on a financial stance that like a lot of times he did so many like yeah ground level things which took so much time because you're not going to get a ton out of that but he did it on such a huge scale it's incredible he saved the city absolutely and now it's like a place to be it's thriving everything is going better the nightlife's getting up there yeah I want him to take the whole state around. Seriously. Which I think he could. Yeah. Uh, this whole podcast turned into us promoting Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll send uh, it to him. It. Yeah. Give us money. <laughs> I'll give you. Or give you. And he's actually been in the neighborhood a bunch of times doing know. stuff. Like Swing on by. Yeah. Come on, Angel. It, it's, so, it's funny how like I hear Providence how it used to be. So was Providence growing up in Blackstone in your yep. wheelhouse of places you went? Yeah. All the time when I was growing up. Because it's. We live, like, over an hour and a half from Boston, and Providence is, like, 20 minutes away. But so. your parents are city folk? No, not at all. No, because sometimes you meet people even who live here in Warwick, Cranston, never come to Providence. Or I grew up outside New Haven, and New Haven felt, like, the farthest from the world oh, to me. Because no. well, New Haven sucked. Yeah. But, or My like parents Hartford. did a lot, a lot of traveling through their entire lives, so they're like, eh, whatever. Figure it out yourselves. Yeah. But, like, so this is why you guys would come down to high school and hang? 
Yeah, because it's close and it's a city and it was like, ooh, a city. We get to go hang out by ourselves without parental advisors. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I do that now as an adult, but it's more yeah. like, ooh, dinners. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> I can go to any restaurant I want and a bar. Yeah. I can drink the alcohol. <laughs> but I can't spend too much because it costs money and I have to I'm drive home. I'm on a budget. Home. Yeah. I need to put I'm not paying for a cab. Oops. I can lock the bars, but I just don't drink that much. Yeah. So what was your experience? And Providence is a big uh, gay population. Oh, yeah. Pride sure. is a, a Pride big, is a big, big event, the night parade and everything. Did you get to go this year? I didn't go this year. But did you, get, you went to Boston's, right? Uh, by accident. With our work. How, how did that go? It went exceedingly well. Um, we didn't even get lost. I lived in Boston for a year, so... Yeah, I want to talk to you about I that. I knew the... Secret places you can park for like five bucks for so, the entire day. Where do you live in Boston? Uh, Dorchester. Dorchester. That's not the bank robbers, is it? What? Nope, that's Charlestown, right? I'm thinking of the movie The Town. Oh. No, Dorchester mm. is a ghetto. sketchy, yeah. So in, your parents knew you lived in the ghetto? Um, Kind of, sort of. Yeah. They never once came to my apartment. Yeah, on purpose. For good reason. I didn't let them. Yeah. You from like from just from knowing you from work like you're like yeah. an older soul like you're younger I, you're always a lot younger than I think you are yeah I thought you we were the same age when we met oh no but I feel like you probably have I've like got a, like a baby face but the personality of like a thirty year old and you so, curse like a sailor and I curse like a sailor <laughs> yeah it's all pretty, the time it's so bad the Daria like dryness yeah which true. brings us to your bestie who's the complete oh, opposite oh lord. Is she gonna get, I assume she's going to listen because she loves Oh, no, she's so much. definitely going to listen so because she's obsessed with me. Hello, Kat. Hi, Catherine. This is for you. Come on anytime. Do I it. want you and her to come on together. That would be hilarious. She wants to do it, so. You're, she's Let very extroverted. She is the epitome of extrovert. And that's why I love the two of you guys together. You're so <laughs> we funny. Are polar opposites. I don't no. know how we're friends, but we're we are. We're like a married couple, though. We're like an old married couple. We argue all the time. We hate each other. But we've been friends for like 10 years. So there's no escaping each other. No. And didn't she yell at you for not calling her best friend once? Yeah. Recently. I, yes. I was describing my friend Catherine to one of our coworkers. And when I told her the words I used, she was like, how dare you? I'm your best friend. <laughs> and I was like, is this going to turn into like misery or something? <laughs> like I'm uncomfortable right now. <laughs> She's another one where I thought she was a lot older than she is. No, she's a baby. She's like a little baby. Like She's a little tiny baby. Like she shouldn't have graduated with my graduating class. Oh, she's that young? Yeah. Was she like 17? She was like 16? on the cutoff. I was like that. I graduated. My oh. birthday's in August. So when I graduated high school, I was the second youngest one in my class. Yep. But which is good because when I didn't go to college right away, I caught up with everybody there you else. Go. When I started college at 20, I was like a little Sweet. bit more on the right path. Yeah, exactly. Got like, she's shit together. Like, She's she probably should still be wearing diapers. Like no, definitely. I mean, she's that kind of not like a whiny baby, but she literally is not potty she trained. She is a baby. <laughs> she can't function without adult assistance yeah, at she any can't time. Walk. It's uh, nice of you to take care of her. Yeah, I know. I no. try. Actually, she's someone like if you just didn't know her and you immediately judged her, you'd be like, "Fuck you!" Wow, she's fucking loud mm. and crazy and all over the place. But then you get to know her and you're like, "Oh, she has literally the best intentions with everybody." In yeah, the world. she goes like special ed and like oh yeah, and like um, her her nephew I think she her takes care little of little cousin cousin yeah. yeah like when she was showing me pictures I was like, you're, I just she has the you. best heart of anybody Anyone. I've ever met. 
and I think women get it differently. Like, especially if you're a woman and like on the a scale of attractiveness, mm-hmm. people like you less immediately. Oh yeah, especially definitely. Females. Yes. It's like that girl's pretty. I want to be her, but I hate her and I like her at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and Kat is just like so nice and so sweet and so it's silly. It's the worst. And you're like, she's a great person and I hate it. Like, you son of a, you son of a bitch. But let's chat about Boston. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I like Boston. I love Boston. A lot. And Don't get pe- me wrong. People up here, though, have an ego about Boston. People and the in New thing England, is, it's people that have never lived in Boston. Yeah. They live like an hour away from it their entire lives and say, yeah, I grew up in Boston. No, it's you didn't. the biggest city in the world. I'm not anti-Boston. I, I, no. really, I really like it. I was actually there last I was in Somerville last night. Yep. It's a fucking awesome city. It's great. There's so much to do. I think Boston's gotten a lot better. Uh, oh, definitely. The food scene's finally picking up. The finally. The it's, it's a good, it's starting to become a more young, vibrant city. Yeah, definitely. But then there's Dorchester. And then there's Dorchester. And that's where you lived. And that's where I lived. And I spent very little time there. So were you in school or were you just hanging? Yeah, no, I was in school. Oh. I went to UMass Boston for a year you didn't when live I first on campus? started. No. They don't have like housing on campus. Uh, so Did you like living in Boston? I loved it. Yeah. But it was like a big, big change from living in a very small town to moving all the way out there on the ocean in Dorchester. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that interests me. I, I, I always, I've, m- the more I've been doing this, I just find like I'm always obsessed when people make change. Yeah. Because for me, like when I made my change to move here, it was like not by, cho- well, it was by choice, but mm-hmm. I moved for a woman. Yeah. It didn't work out so well. We got married. Oh. oh! No. <laughs> I make that joke but every I'm, time. <laughs> it's so funny. It's still funny. Every, you are <laughs> so going to be good. the master of dad jokes. Oh, I've already prepared. In the future. When we were at lunch at work, when we were working together, I forgot what happened, but I remember I thought of something and I smirked for five minutes before I got to say it. And it wasn't yeah, it You wasn't were waiting funny. for it. You were, were waiting for it. And like, that's kind of funny. Like, I've been waiting for so long to say that. You were geeking. Oh, well, it was something. I don't know. It wasn't even funny. That was the no. worst part. It was just a pun. It was just a really good pun. And but, he was waiting and prepared. So did you have that innate uh, desire to go to cities like... I had that. Like, I had to get out of Oh, yeah. Europe. No, definitely. I was like, I'm done with this. I need to move somewhere, get some different experiences, be out of the 8,000-person town. God, 8,000 people. Yep. 90 kids in my graduate... 500 kids <sighs> in my high school. And that's two towns put together. Oh, my God. What's yep. the other town? Millville. Never heard of it. Well, yeah, now, I, now I have, but... Now you have, but nobody's ever heard of it, so don't feel bad. No, I never... And and then your big city there is Woonsocket. <laughs> Woonsocket. We just recorded up in Woonsocket at uh, Jamie's house. Oh, cool. And her boyfriend sat with us. Nice. And I, I, we went to dinner, and then I don't know... We offered it. We always like, yeah, you're more than welcome to come on. And I didn't think he was going to do it. And then last minute, he sat in with us. He's a cool dude. Yeah. I met him at Trivia. Wicked N- nice guy. I met him at Trivia once, and I, I liked him. I had a very good impression yeah. of him. But it was just very quiet, and he was yeah. quiet because it was his new girlfriends, all our friends. Yeah, exactly. It's just awkward. So again, to like, sit and talk with him, so funny. Really? Holy shit. He was really quiet when I talked to him, but it, yeah, I could see that. I think in two weeks from today, he'll, his episode will come up. He talked. Nice. About, we talked a ton um he's like a military guy with like the yeah. smallest ego he's like yep. yeah whatever yeah i'm really proud of what i did but he's really down to earth let's let's guys let's let's talk about men in black some more like something yeah. okay. really funny sweet. really smart like yeah i'm just so happy for those two. Oh yeah they're, they're really cute together yeah they're adorable oh goodness <laughs> i never thought like that until i had like a serious girlfriend like couples like yeah yeah like, oh that's all you look at Oh, so Boston. Lame. So you were at UMass Boston. UMass Boston and Dorchester, right off the red line. The red line, eh? 
Yeah. Did you see? That's the thing. Boston's a really racist, homophobic place. Oh yeah. That's the part people don't tell you. When we talk about racism in the South, I was like, Have you ever been to Boston? <laughs> yeah. Like. And more important, have you ever been to Boston when college is out? Because <laughs> that's where it's like. Because yeah. it's all baby boomers. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, the one of my really good friends who's gay. Who I've been refer- I refer to um, Kevin lives up there, uh-huh. and he loves it. Like just all yeah. the way. No, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful, very, very clean and easy to get around city. Yeah, but we're both. I know you're going to New York in a few days because yep. I saw your um, Facebook page status. Mm-hmm. So I think you and I remember we were in the office one day, and we were talking about New York. Excuse me, um, New York City, and uh-huh. like none of the people, and all the people we work with have, for the most part, grew up in Central Mass, I believe, yep. or like maybe like northern if you can call it rhode island yeah which is just southern central south central mass pretty much pretty much but like um none of them went to new york like ever like once for a trip it's like four hours on a bus from here like guys you never went to one of what people consider to be the biggest i I don't like to i hate saying it's the best city in the world it's not it's It's not it's an opinion it's an opinion there's a lot of cities but it's one of the best cities in the country oh it's huge yeah it's it's a it's a metropolis. It's like a, absolutely. It's one of the top eight. It's like those the big eight. Like you always hear definitely. About, it always people talk about New York and L.A. and then you yep. hear about like Chicago. Yeah, and then every now and then, really far down the line, eventually you hear about Providence. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but like, but you and I had that infinity for New York. Yeah, I was like, seriously, guys, I love it. Like you can get a bus the there best. for cheap. Yeah, I'm going home. on Friday and it's thirty dollars round trip. Mega bus. Yep. Yeah. Mega bus. That's awesome. That's yep. what we should do. I love. I was just. It's the best. I wasn't there this week. I was gonna go on last Friday, then I was just yeah. Oh. But then, um, where were we? I was there recently. Oh, I did an interview. I interviewed someone in Queens. Oh yeah, you're. It was really me about cool. That. But fucking, it's awesome there. There's just so much to do. I know. And I feel like New York, I didn't, I I went there once and didn't like it because I just saw like Times Square. Yeah. That's like nothing compared yeah. to actual New York. Then I remember going back with a friend from college and then like being like, oh, I get it. New York's a place where you like, as a tourist, it sucks if you don't oh, have yeah. a place to it's go. It's so boring. Like there's nothing you need. If you have the opportunity to go with someone who lives there yes. and a place to drop your shit off and nap yep. and shower and like kind of relax for a couple days, this weekend. yeah, that's like the best. And then you yep. get to do it. Like, and right, they it, know where everything is, mm-hmm. everything. And there's a little sense. And they, and New York, well, they do have the biggest sense of ego of anyone next to Boston. I think Boston. No, has Boston's a, way worse. A more inflated because they have worse. more to make up for. I think with yeah. Boston, they're, they're they're lacking things. Yeah. And New York's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. It's good pizza. Fuck yep, yourself. Exactly. And there's parts in New York are great. Parts that suck. But it's fucking fun. It's incredible. I love it. Where's your friend live? Uh, the Upper East Side in Manhattan. Oh, that's a nice like, area. Like prime location. Yeah. Right by the spinning cube. Oh, man. I had a friend, a good friend who lived in the Lower East Side, like Alphabet mm-hmm. City. Yeah. I went to go stay with him for a couple days once. And I was like, 
This is awesome. Because yeah. it, it's not the hustle and bustle. No, everybody thinks it's like constantly fast-paced, everything. It's like, no, it's so calm most of the time. If you go to like the right spots, yep. go to the financial district after five and it's a ghost town. Yep. We're walking around the Lower East Side. It's just like, it's just people in strollers. and Exactly. Everybody's like expecting to get like shoved off the sidewalk and stuff. And like, no, you'll be one of like 10 people on the sidewalk. And that part definitely exists. Oh, it does if you're at like Times Square. Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck Times Square. Fuck Times Square. Fuck Times Square. There's so nothing hard. to do. It's so expensive. And it's just shit you can see anywhere else. Yep. If you go there, you gotta do it once. Yep. But that's it. Like that's my in-laws it. live right outside New York City. Yep. So for my mother-in-law's birthday, so she turned uh, sixty. She probably doesn't want me to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if if you have kids who are almost thirty, it's it should be known that you're almost sixty, right? I, one would hope so. Unless you had a kid and you're fifteen, which she didn't. Mm. I can't do that math. But, so for her birthday, because we drove into New York. We went to uh-huh. Italy. If you get the chance when you're down with your friend, go there. Yep. It's Mario Vitale owns it. Oh, and it's like, like, it's got like seven restaurants inside it. And it's just like, a, I guess, supposed to be like a Italian marketplace. Oh, cool. And I had like oysters and cheeses and like just tons of food. And then we walked uh, the High Line down to Chelsea Market. Nice. And I was like, on a Sunday, it was so beautiful. I was like, yep. this is the New York people don't know about. Or like exactly. Upper East Side. Or oh, like- yeah, for sure. Like last time I was there, um, it was at New Year's Eve for my birthday. And uh, one night we just got really drunk and walked up the street to this beautiful hole-in-the-wall Italian restaurant. Mm. Like, plate, everything was plated like a five-star restaurant, frescoes on the wall and stuff. Like, perfect serving etiquette. Like, 15 spoons. It was incredible. Oh my like, God. right up the street. You would never know it was there. And then you walk in, and it's got, like, 10 tables, but, like, the most elegant place Ugh. on a random street with, like, one of those red, like, front yeah. door openings. In New York, no one's there like, oh, you're gay. It's like... You gay? Fuck you. I don't give a shit. Don't, don't talk to me. don't give a shit. Get out of my way. Yeah. Don't ride a bike in front of me. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about your sexuality or race agenda. Get the fuck out of here. I'm from New York. Pretty much. Woody Allen's a child molester. It's terrible. We still like his movies. What do you want? It's okay. What can you do? <laughs> I definitely... I'm not, actually not a big Woody Allen fan. No, I don't know either. why I used his name. But I know his like version of New York is like the Upper West Side, which is like super boring. Yeah. And like, I, I really like Chelsea. I've been there... Last few times okay. I've been down there, area was really fun. I think, I don't know. I would like to live there. I have a cousin who lives in there, but it's so I've considered fun. moving there, but it's so fucking expensive. Yeah, I got friends who live in, like, there and live in Queens, and, like, they probably make triple what I make. And for, oh, b- because of where they are, it's, like, probably they live the same way I have to live. Yeah, more than likely. They're, I don't, I'm assuming they're almost paycheck to paycheck kind of people. Probably. Just because it's so expensive. It's ridiculous. Like, like, I don't know how much I make, but an example, like 90 grand in Manhattan does not, a year won't get you what it gets you here. No, absolutely not. But you also won't make 90 grand here. So I guess there's, yeah, it's a, there's a, a bit of a trade off. But like, yeah, from like just hearing what they, people pay for apartments and stuff. Oh no, my best friend has a studio and over a thousand dollars a month. Actually, that's pretty. That's all oh, for a studio. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I guess it's good if you're the type of person who's never home. I mean, it's a first floor and it's in Manhattan, Ooh. so. Hey, I think she's got the. She's yeah, making she's, the right she's making a good deal here. That's still a good it's deal. Not too bad. But the reality of the thousand, you can have more space. But, exactly. But she lives in Manhattan. She lives in dead she, center Manhattan. Is she someone who's like never home? Um. No, she's home a lot. She just works and goes to school and stuff. So. Uh, yeah, that never home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she's. 
She's a writing major. No so, way. Yeah. Is this your TV writing friend? Yeah. Do you want to say their name if in case they listen to you? She's probably not going to listen. No, they're probably not. No, more than likely no. she won't. And that's how I feel about most of your friends never will. Yeah. You'll be surprised who does and no. doesn't. More than likely they will not. That's fine. But, oh, that's so cool. I love TV yeah. and, and writing. I don't know. She's an incredible writer. She should write for comedy shows. Does she? Or she wants to? I mean, she wants to. She's going to be moving out to L.A. probably. So that's oh. another awesome place I get to visit. Never been out there. Me either. I'd like to go. Never been to the West Coast. No, I went to San Francisco. Oh. You would like it. I would love it. Not just because you're gay. Uh, okay. But it would definitely be a part it of it. definitely be an, a point to it. I, San Francisco's cool because nobody's out of, from what my experience is, nobody's out of place. Like, yeah. I was there in a car, I was in the car, we were going somewhere, and like driving through to get somewhere, and there was a man, a, an adult male in a yeah. diaper standing next to a man in a suit on a cell phone. Not, so casual. Not acknowledging the fact that there was a man in a diaper. He had this, and obviously I'm just projecting what, how I felt this guy felt it, yeah. but if that the, oh, Steve's here again. Like yeah. no, nothing, Steve. no one Steve. gives a shit about no. at stuff at all. Yeah, <laughs> Boston can get like that sometimes. It, I think it there's definitely a huge progressive aspect of Boston. Yeah, it's weird because it's like this historical, relatively conservative city, and yet it's very, very gay. The the inner the innards of yeah. I think the more urban ask part of Boston is like it's kind of like that show Looking. Yeah, which I didn't watch, but I heard it was good. Same. You know what it was? I was just like seeing previews of it while I was watching Girls, um, and it looked like the male version of Girls, which yeah. is how it was marketed. And I love Girls; that show's no, amazing. It's my life. But like, I can't watch two shows of that yeah, emotional no. drainingness. Yeah, literally. That's <laughs> I can't marathon Girls because I'll just be like, Whew. "Fucking Hannah!" Damn it, Hannah! Don't wear your bathing suit in the public. Damn it's it, not Marnie. appropriate in Long Island. Marnie, you're a control freak. Jessup, you're abducted to drugs. And good for you, Shoshana, for speaking up. Go Shosh. <laughs> Team Shosh. Can we talk about that episode uh, uh, when they go to Long Island? Uh, so I watched it. It's my life. I got really hooked on that show. And then my wife, Victoria, finally started to watch it after I did. Oh, boy. And so I watched it with a male perspective. I was like, this is a great show. I've never seen anything mm-hmm. like it. And then Victoria was just like, I've never seen female relationships portrayed so accurately. Oh, it's so truthful. And I didn't, so truthful. I didn't get that part. No, because guys think it's like a funny version of what it's like to be friends with girls, but it's the most realistic yeah. version of what it's like to be friends with girls. And so I don't get the emotional drain from the show. I'm like, this is so great. I love seeing yeah. the other side of things. She's like, no, you just witness it and you're like, yep. I've had exactly. that conversation. Yep. So are they friends? Like, that's like the whole point of the show is like, yeah. they don't seem to like each other. I mean, girl relationships are difficult and weird. I know. I'll put your mic a little closer. Sorry. Uh, You're good. Okay. Do you want to get some snacks? Yeah, let's get some snacks. Uh, well, speaking of girls of like black dudes, yes. there's that girls episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's like, a th- do a lot, of, I guess, is that like, I don't even want to call it a phase, but like, I don't think she dated him in the show because he was black. Uh, what, no. what was great about that episode, she dated him. And was just a selfish piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and had nothing to do with his blackness. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah. His re- they didn't break up because he was black. But then she tried to, at the end of it, she's like, I'm doing this because I am a champion of the gays and for women. Because yep. he was like concerned. No, she got mad. Okay. It was Donald Glover from Community, my yeah. all-time, one of my all-time favorite shows. And then he um, was conservative. Yep. 
And she couldn't handle that. Mm-mm. There's a few moments in that show where her selfishness just prevails and you're like, oh. You're like, wow, she had a bad person moment. But then you meet her family and you're like, oh, oh. you make sense. Yep. Uh, do you okay. remember the episode, the last episode? Yeah. Spoiler alert. When she walks in to tell Adam that she got accepted to grad school right before his Broadway performance. Yep. He's a character I did not like. Me either. And then I did, and then I didn't again. You didn't like him at the end? No. I thought he should have broke up with Hannah. I just... Ah, it I was could, weird. She quit her job. I know. Keep it real. But, I mean... Uh, yeah, no, that's fair. I think he's a character. He's weird looking, which is nice. Yeah. But, like... And there was that, like, kind of... Uh, the blogosphere went nuts about that sex scene he had with the woman. Yeah. His ex. Yep. Where it was... It wasn't rape. It was like rapey. Yeah. And I think that Lena Dunham, I think I forgot in, in the media was that a woman was the writer director yeah. of that episode. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a really cool way to see these scenes. And the way I saw her explain it was like, but then she, that woman got something out of it. And yeah. like, people don't always feel comfortable and confident in sexual scenarios to speak up and be comfortable. And then so she kind of allowed something. Adam became very aggressive. And yeah, exactly. He was you know from the behind so it was very it was a dominance thing yeah and then he had his way and she didn't exact i hate when the victim blame like well she should have stopped him like obviously yeah, he exactly been listening to her like, <laughs> yeah his partner you know. but the, the the way they aired it was like it, it it was tough it was raw it was raw and it kind of showed you that rape could be so much more different than being kidnapped in the back of it exactly it can be a casual thing with someone that, that you, you know. are originally consensual with yeah and so. they do a good line because it doesn't get non-consensual in that episode. Yeah, exactly. But, but it man. like borderlines it, and it's like, oof. What did it they? Hard. Do they end up having sex, or do they have anal sex? Is that I what remember. was the scene? It was hard. It yeah, made me, it was rough. But then it made me, and then um, Adam kind of gets a little more normalized sexually. Yeah. When he gets in a relationship, he turns into not so much of a crazy pants. Yeah. So I, the part of it is wondering if he was just. Not in that scene, but his character. Yeah. If he doesn't know how to. Tr- yeah, I feel treat like he's sex. just mentally very he's not, off. Obviously, we, we meet his sister, so we know there's something in the yeah. family. Obviously, it's like a big mental illness thing, but it's yeah. just like you know something's off in that in him, and like he had a very strange kind of we don't know his upbringing backstory. or whatever. Yeah. We get the vibe. He's definitely like a trust fund, though. We know that because his grandma yeah. pays for his apartment. Yeah. But then we know like his backstory. We don't know his full backstory. We know his sister's no. mentally ill. We never meet the parents. Yeah. But then like he maybe the way he treats sex is like he's always doing like weird and I don't know weird because you want to be like sex positive or whatever. Yeah. But stuff. No, is, it's just like non-typical. Not your first time. Yeah, exactly. Kind of stuff. But then he gets real comfortable. So I think maybe for him, the way they, the way Lena Dunham is so a fucking, I'll, I'll say she's a fucking genius. Like no, yeah, definitely. I hate when people try to take it away from her. Like she's no, like so she's brilliant. done some ass stuff, but like she's fucking incredible. She's younger than me, I think, and she's but she writes, directs, yep. produces. It's and, incredible. And like you know, she and then bear, and then acts. Yep. And she's a good actor. And then yeah, she, she does that character so Just well. Just like the honesty of that character is fucking incredible and brave not to mention bra- like yeah the oof. the nudity the yes. criticism she has and like people criticize her body all the time constantly constantly i, I personally don't find her like the most attractive person no but, I don't but think she's, she's like, just like whatever i don't think she's hideous 
No. If she's naked, I'm not like, ugh. Ew. I am. And not because it's like, I don't want to see but her because naked. because it's so It's because of the real. character. Yeah. Yeah. When I when she's naked on screen, I'm not mad at Lena Dunham showing off her nude body. I'm no. mad at Hannah for, yep, for it's acting. Always Hannah. I'm like, Hannah, act appropriate. Right? Wear clothes that fit. Yeah. <laughs> Wear your bathing suit when you ride into the bike town. And yeah. don't sit on the toilet topless eating cake. Exactly. So like I and it's like you get I, I love like those reality based characters. Oh, me too. So like I'm a it's sucker. So honest. This. Yeah. I and, can't handle just like typical, typical characters. No. And like Oh god! And I want to be able to like both hate and like a character. Yeah, no, I love that too. And then Marnie is Marnie's <sighs> piece of fucking work, huh? I love her, but I I've known people like Marnie. Yeah, no, me too. I've known the Marnies, the Type A personality who are like on the edge of breaking, but always have the appearance of everything, and are actually like really, really tapped in the head. Yeah, but will never present that way. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I was friends with a person very similar to that yeah like marnie fucking damn brian williams daughter yep she's a great actress she's incredible when she has that scene and she's um, so not that person in real life no like i was expecting her to be kind of very type a but she's very like laid back calm and stuff and it's like wow i was not expecting that no and she watches the show with her family oh yeah so i'm like brian williams you're the man yeah and that's good for you brian williams yeah. you're a good dad because i watch it as a male alone and i can be uncomfortable by those yep. scenes like the what's that guy booth booths yep. jonathan yep but like those like artists and his art i think is terrible yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like it's the his art is his charisma i hate it and then like there's that one scene where they have sex but like he like puts yep. her down like and, and uh, yeah it's always like he always had to dominate her oh yeah almost like because he always kind of got this borderline view of that he was gay in the show yeah so like you're on wondering like well there are there are men like that who are like i don't know not the download because that's a whole different thing but they're like you know se- sexuality is on a scale but when they do yeah. have sex with the women it's always in a way that it's the most androgynous possible way like they're having sex with a woman but they're not seeing the the face they're not seeing the breast it's very rarely vaginal it's always like let me just see your flat back and put your hair up and like hi pal we're talking about weird stuff little kitty cat i can't rubbed up at the weirdest times like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) inappropriate your cat is very interested in inappropriate things yeah she's a bell bell are you a freak you're gonna come up I love that show. I love that show. I love it. When it came out, um, I think NPR did a piece about how it produced more think pieces than any other show. Mm-hmm. And like HBO, I don't know if it even had good reviews or ratings, but it wasn't until, I, I mean, I watched it. It didn't really have bad. good ratings, but no. the reviews for it were incredible. Yeah, it was one of those underrated shows off the bat. Yeah. And then you can, you know what I like about that show the most is like when you talk to someone about that show, their view of it kind of reveals a person, their personality. Yeah, for sure. There's one male specifically that I'm thinking of. And when we talk, no. You know what I mean, though? Like, no. It's I, an intelligent person's show. This is why I mean when, when he, when this particular person I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. It's so misogynistic. Of course. Why well, won't that cow put her clothes on? Things like that and like fucking bitches. And like, so the same yep. person can watch it and I'm like, you don't, you don't, you don't get it. Mm-mm. It's anti-sex in the city. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's real New York. It's not glamorous at all. No, exactly. That's the point of it. It's like the most honest show. Like they're poor-ish. And there is a generation of white girls that aren't presented in media. Yep. Like women aren't presented that way. No. 
and it's not the class. And I like, and I know I went to college with those kids who just have everything. They have. It's always yep. the people who have these great. A lot of people I've met who end up getting like great jobs have had every part of their life paid for to allow yep. them to get that job. Exactly. Like, there's Hello. now a cat on the table. Hi, Belle. Hello, Belle. She's so cute. Oh, like, so like the kids who get college paid for, and then yeah. the, my cat is now walking over to Ashley. Hi. Cats ate me, for the record. Really? I wouldn't have to wear glasses were it not for a cat. Oh, my God. Yeah. You got attacked by a cat? I got attacked by my own cat. Oh, when my I was God. Four years old, clawed right into my retina. Oh, my God. Yep. And you still like cats? I mean, I like animals in general. I'm I'll kind of like a dog. Home. If I see an animal, I just like want to be friends with it. So. Me too. It happens. Oh, we were saying about girls. I don't remember now. It was good, though. It was good, though. Oh, it was yeah. solid. It was the anti-sex in the city. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But I oh. love sex in the city is the thing. Yeah, I love yeah. them both. And that's fair. Yeah. Um, oh, I think the one per- one person I've even oh, heard yeah. say is, um, why is, I've heard I'm, multiple people complain that Marnie isn't naked. Yeah. But then Lena is. Though Jessup shows that's up a lot. The, yeah. That's like the point. Oh, like, that's the point. The woman- She's the most blatantly attractive person on the show. She shows some skin though. She does. She, has she definitely scenes. does. But I know exactly. she won't do nudity. No. Whatever. So, good, fine. Good for her. <laughs> I love Shoshana. Oh, Shosh. Ray is the best. What? Ray. Yes. Guys who, like, use people so and that, like, they're weird. a little bit older. He's so weird. He lives with her. <sighs> he's so uncomfortable. I know. And he's so awkward. Him and, and Marnie. That was so weird. Yeah. But then it, Lena or Hannah. See, I'm switching back yeah. and forth. What a bitch. Everything's my business. And she walks in on them. You're yeah. not allowed to judge me ever again. <laughs> I wonder where season four is going to take us. I don't know. But that episode. The season in... was not what I thought it was going to be. No. And I'm not complaining about no, it. No, I loved it. Yep. When they were in Long Island for the week, that was the best episode ever. Yes. And like that was the one you're like Just that, that fight. My girl. What did she say? She's like, I'm sorry you're. Have an anxiety disorder, and because and we've all known the Jessup, the carefree, druggy person who travels and yeah. does everything that you want to do and lives this great life. But they're like crying inside, and like yep. when she got married to Chris O'Dowd's character, yep. like she's like tapped, yeah. And she goes to rehab, and she goes down on the woman to play Tasty. Yep. I know. I was like Tasty, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did write down that you Get are an girl. animal lover as well. I am an animal lover. Is there uh I went to agricultural high school. Oh, I grew up on a farm, so. No way. You didn't know this about me? I no. still live on that farm, but we oh. don't have animals on it anymore. Why not? Because they're expensive. Mm, they're expensive, and my grandfather was the one that took care of them, oh. so we didn't really have time. My mom there. grew up on a farm. Oh, cool. So, And that farm was there up until recently, huh. um, maybe 10 years ago. Nice. So I worked on that farm. There same story. There was no animals by the time I was born. Yeah, but it was a. I did. I did. Uh, I picked vegetables for like the summer oh, cool. job. We used to have like a full side yard garden. That's so fun. Yep. So your family is like salt of the earth people. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty cool. And my Blackson? dad's like very farmy and Republican and hip, not hippie-ish. And then my mom is this super out there, spiritual, artsy fartsy. Yeah, lady. So they kind of balance each other out. Oh, they're polar opposites. But yep. it works. But Is it, it works. Like you and Kat. Yeah, like me and Kat. Ah, uh, hi Kat again. Best friend. That's so funny. Yeah. And they, how does that work? Like, and they're, and they're happy about that? Yeah, they're fine. Do they like share the same interest? 
in odd ways because my dad's like a hunter and stuff so he loves the outdoors and then my mom's like very earthy and stuff so they both like the outdoors so it's... they'll like go for walks around ponds and stuff Aww. or like take but, my dog places yeah it's funny with like how we call things right and left exactly think... in, in weird places they line up i think it's more like same with like sexuality it is a circle because if you go yep. far enough to the left or far enough to the right you're gonna meet somewhere exactly like a lot of like south of the earth like conservative people love outdoors and woodsy people and a lot of weird hippie crunchy granola people also love, love the, woods. the outdoors exactly like, that's so sweet i know it's pretty cute they're and pretty cute your mom has a radio show she does have that a radio we're show. gonna be on yeah, i was invited today well we'll plug her on here um at the beginning of it we'll give yeah. her a little. that's so cute i'm cute and i don't know what i just said yeah. wrong word Never uh, do a podcast because you have to listen to yourself talk. Oh, dear. And then you're like, oh. Is that what I sound like? I'm sorry, people. Oh, no. My voice is horrid. And now, like, I'm doing it solo. It's like all the pressure is on me of, like, if they don't like the show, I can't blame them on the other half anymore. Oh, no. It's me that they don't like. I can't handle this. Wow, that's rough. And so you used to live in Providence. I did used to live in Providence. East side. East side. Did you like living down here? It was all right. Yeah. School, right? A little bit more, but. Yeah, yeah, Boston's a bigger city. I mean, they're not, like, really comparable, I guess, because they have very different good points to them. Well, Boston always wins. <sighs> not, I mean, overall. Like, it's a, it depends on what you're looking at. Except food. Well, food and, like, nightlife, Providence definitely wins 100%. Really? 100%. I'm so lame. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, But just, like, atmosphere and, like, places to live and just yeah. daily life, Boston's a lot better. Yeah. So... It's a weird trade-off. Uh, yeah. It's a lot cheaper to live down here. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh. I have a lot more space. Yes. But I like I like Boston plenty. I, oh, no. I, me too. I love Providence. It's great. I feel Boston, Providence is like a nice small city. Yeah. And it still has like it's a It's easy to though. get around to. Yeah. But you need a car. Yeah. So there's aspects of it, but... It's the nice, it's it's still city life, but I not like that full. you can have a car in Providence and still be able to get around. And you have That's to, something almost. that you definitely don't have in yeah. Boston. So, so I, I wrote down TV shows and the things to talk about with you because I feel like we watch all the same we things. We do watch most And of like the same sometimes things. I'll talk about stuff that's old. I'm like, what? What don't you do? And yeah. I think you've even said that you're just someone who knows a little bit about everything. I do. I know a little bit about every single topic in the entire world. And you're not kidding because I've heard it happen. No, More like somebody will bring up something about like vegetable farming and I'm like, oh yeah, I used to do that. And then somebody will be like, digital did art design. I'll be like, yeah. Nah, nah. Yeah. yeah. And usually I'm like, you did everything. Um, what like, are you watching currently? Um, Right now. Besides girls. Orphan Black. All the way. Oh, it's not on Netflix or anything. Oh, I know. I need to get on that. You do. It's so good. So what is it? Um, It's a show about clones. But it's not really like a super sci-fi show because I'm not a huge fan of sci-fi shows. It's more of like a drama thing. Mm. But um, the main actress plays like 10 people on the show and interacts with herself on a lot of occasions, which is incredible. Um, She's the most talented actress I've ever seen. Um, Yeah, it's really, really good. Becca watches it. Did you know that? No, I didn't. She always talks to me about it. I don't watch it. I'm going to have to talk to her about it. Do you know her well? No, I don't. Introduce yourself and just tell. She's okay. The sweetest nerd I've ever met in life. Yeah, she knows. Uh, she's I talk. I like. I've had lunch with her and stuff. So. Yeah, meeting people's hard. <sighs> so um, talking to people. What else? To, see, it's hard because it's summer to ask people what they watch. I know because like, all, all my like, shows are on vacation. Everything's ev- over now. Like Orphan I'm like, Black, oh. the season finale was last week. 
Orange well, actually, a couple days ago, I did I that in like three weeks. Binge watched Orange's, it, Orange is the New yeah. Black in like a week. We're gonna do a, a podcast episode dedicated to it. Yes, but we'll like well, we need guests. We're, we're, I'll we're, be on it. Awesome. So far, I have Victoria and you. Sweet. It'll be good. I just have to rewatch it and then come up with some questions because okay. we're I'm trying down. to get people for um, now that Mike is gone. Um, um, I've originally at one point we, we had like all these different ideas and now uh-huh. as we've done it the show is like kind of changing constantly yeah. at one time i had this like idea of like there's a show i like called the jeff rubin jeff rubin show uh-huh. and i kind of like wanted i feel like i in the beginning i was just trying to do copies and i want to make something more original now yeah but like he does like see theme episodes where it's like sometimes it's him and a guest or a guest and then sometimes it's like game of thrones season five cool four, and then or this book and this topic and we and him started it we did a sopranos episode and it came out great and then we never got back around to doing it again and we tried one more time but now i'm back it's just me i'm like i'm gonna do orders the new black no no i don't rely on anyone else for like things i can just be like yeah exactly i'll talk about this is my idea yeah and we're gonna do it and so you're a comedy fan as well. Cause I'm a big comedy fan. Did you fan. know we're technically a comedy podcast? Even I didn't know, not know that. We're not very funny. I need to start being a lot more funny. Yeah, no, it's Gotta fine. start dropping jokes I, left I, and right. I go into the comedy section on iTunes of podcasts and none of them are funny. Oh. It's just by comedians. Oh. <laughs> so I, well, aren't really funny when they're just talking. Like, tech, you know what drives me nuts? That what? girls gets considered a comedy. Right? Like. It's not funny. It has like funny... It's funny because it's relatable. But it's not But it's a not comedy. like funny. It's a, it's a drama. Yes, exactly. Like Louie on FX. Yeah. He's a comedian, but that show's not funny. No. And it's not supposed to be funny. Exactly. I'm not insulting the show. Exactly. It's just, I don't watch girls for a good laugh. No, like I'm like emotionally sad after I watch an episode yeah. of girls. You can't even call it like dark comedy. No, it's, it's not just there. It's just not comedy. It just happens, and that I and I love that comedy is a wide spectrum of, or like an umbrella of things. Yeah. But like Arrested That's Development is. is like intellectual, yeah, like highbrow exactly. or like Monty Python, Parks and Rec, and Parks. Oh God, oh. we had dinner last night with our former guest Lily Chun. Go down on that uh-huh. episode, and her new boyfriend Vanit, who's very mm. really nice guy. And after dinner, we always have our traditionally watch a show. Uh-huh. So she's trying to get her boyfriend into Parks and Rec. Oh, so boy. So we're like, we picked two episodes to show someone who's never... Maybe he's seen a couple Did you episodes. pick the sick episode? We did. We first Thank one we God. watched was... Flu season, season two. Yep. Three yep. or two. It's my favorite episode. Everyone's. Everyone's. But wait for it. We did the end of the world episode for oh, the second no. one. Oh, I don't know which one I like. That might be the best. I don't know. I had the flu season when you just can't beat. Stop pooping. pooping. <laughs> oh, my God. That show, man. I feel like it's like. She, Amy Poehler. Like, I know. I can't handle her. Like her series, Smart Girls and stuff. Have you watched that? No. Oh, my God. What's that? She has like a web series called Smart Girls. You would love it. What is it? She just like interviews like really popular female comedic <laughs> figures, popular just female people in general like she interviewed the people that um the two girls that do broad city oh um iana something iliana glazer Glazer. abby something yeah Yeah. i have to watch that too she is um she produced that show yeah they were a web series turned tv show and it's an incredible show i've heard it's great everybody watch broad city it's great yeah i I will i will watch that tonight seriously it's incredible but um i love i love what they've been doing at comedy central over there so funny 
Yeah. Like I started off watching them as their YouTube channel. Yeah. And then they got a show and I was geeking out. So are you one of those people who catches things early on like you- yeah. the YouTube? Yeah. Because like, that might be like a generational thing. Yeah. Well, now I have YouTube on the TV, so I'll watch stuff. Oh, yeah. Pull uh, Chris P. I, no, I me, that's how me and Chris yeah. became friends. Yeah. Because I, I wanted to see a couple of my favorite YouTube people, and I like got to meet them and hung out with them for a little while and stuff. Wow. So that's so it was cool. cool. I, yeah. I'm trying to, he's going to come on sometime too. Good. But, that'd be um, awesome. I, I think it's a good time for comedy right now because like, oh, definitely. who doesn't like to laugh? Exactly. And off. it's not, I like that it's not stand up era because that was yeah. like. Early 2000s, it was like Jeff Dunham and all those yeah. people. And I was like, eh, it gets old after a while. Yeah. But this is just like honest humor is like where it's getting to. Mainstream comedy is kind of smart And again. smart humor, yeah. I can't yeah. stand stand-up most of the time because it's not smart. Some of them are. Some of them are, but, but yeah. 90% I, I, of the time. Yeah, I'm not like a big stand-up person. Like I like no. it live. Yeah, me too. I can do that. But I won't watch it. I can do like <sighs> Dimitri Martin because yep. he's just... Great, he's very always. funny. We just saw Aziz a few weeks ago. Yeah. And he's just... He's amazing. great. Well, he is like... Well, it was funny. We saw him, and then mm-hmm. uh, a week or two later, I saw Doug Benson at, oh, really? at Fat, which I also I really like. Yeah. I guess the I don't like comedy. I like comedy, but I don't like comedy clubs. Like, I don't like that scene. Yeah, nah. But when, and then uh, here on Broadway, they had Kurt Braunholler and Eugene Merman one time. Oh, really? And that was fun. So I guess I'm more of like... I like comedy in theaters, oh, more yeah. or less. But like when we saw Aziz on start, he played the Vets, which is yeah. the next day or whatever. There's like classical music. It's a very classic yeah. place. It's he fancy. comes out in like a suit, like very really. He it kind of reminded me of like early uh, Richard Pryor huh. when he would come out through the crowd in a suit and then like yeah. It's like in the evening with Aziz Ansari. Yeah, and he's like, "Let's do pictures and don't yell anything out." Like, but he is so meticulous, and you know he's worked this act. Like yeah, he's honed his craft. Whereas Doug Benson was just like he gets on eh, stage, whatever. he's really high. Yep. And I'm not insulting. I've no. loved. I loved both of them because it was so. Their different. styles are just so different. Oh, they're so great. Yep. And they're and it's so funny. But then, like, if you go to like a comedy club, like the Comedy Cellar, no, it's just people the dropping one in East Providence. Yeah. yeah, it could be fun. But if you don't, yeah. if it doesn't hit you, it sucks. Exactly. Comedy your style of humor. Comedy is like music. Like if you go to a concert and you don't like the band, it's miserable. Exactly. You're just standing there listening to something you hate. Like if you like, I used to go to a lot of hardcore shows. Oh was, god. And like, and like a metal band period, and I, I just don't really love metal. No, so I gotta be like, oh. But then at the same time, a band that everyone else would hate that I love will be playing. I'll be like, ah. Like we just had um before. Yeah, the previous episode that got posted before you and this goes up will be John Tomalo, who was in Folly, and they were a hardcore band with like ska riffs. Cool. And we kind of talk about that how they can play shows in front of all these people and love them, and then the next day getting stares like, what the fuck are you doing? That's so funny. I Parks and Rec. I like. I think it's the closest version of a live action Simpsons I've ever found. Yeah. In the no, sense, I totally get that feel. Yeah, it's this wacky little universe in this yep. small town, and there's so many characters, and we know about. And they're so likable. They're so likable. We That's know, what I hate about Family Guy is none of the characters yeah, are likable. They're shitty. Exactly. They're just bad people, and it's lame, like poop and sex jokes. Yeah. But. Like the Simpsons, you get like moments of genuineness, and oh, you're just like, yeah. my feels. And like the Ann Parkins moment. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, and then you have the small and like in the Simpsons, there's like you know Ned Flanders, comic book guy, Disco Stew, like, exactly. Uh, Doctor Hibbert, like these. You have these small characters. Parks and Rec. You have Perp Happily, Joan yep. Calmuzo, uh 
the really weird religious people and the yep. husband's obviously gay. Uh, the guy who like you just have the like this. Guy. Oh yes, and then Jerry is their background yep. character who's still part of the show. And they all hate him. He's like the Flanders. <laughs> he he is the guy. He's yeah. You're right. He he's like Flanders. the. Uh, yeah, he's best the cl- intentions, he's but the everybody hates him, and they all hate him. But then he gets to go home, and his wife is Christy Brinkley. Yep, and that was like the episode. You're like, I get Jerry. Yep, it's like you guys can't do shit to me. Look at me, and look at my wife and my yep. daughters, and my beautiful life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's a talented painter. Yep, <laughs> that's the best. I love it. But then, oh, like oh, Jean Jean Raphael. Jean Raphael, and like he's so eccentric, but yet so believable. Yep. Because you uh, know, you've seen people like him with I, those traits. Yeah. I love that actor, too. Oh, me too. I read this really good um, is an interview with either is with Amy, Michael Schur, who's the creator. Yeah. He had worked on The Office. He was actually played Cousin Moe's. Yeah. He creates Parks and Rec. Really? Cre- he's with Greg. Cool. I'll go. It's 2D. But like Greg Daniels is also like the executive yeah. producer, former college roommate of Conan O'Brien, everything. my personal hero. Yeah. So like King of the Hill. So for like. Yep. For me, it's like Conan O'Brien and Greg Daniels created almost everything I love. Conan worked on The Simpsons. Yep. Greg Daniels did King of the Hill, um, King of the Hill, The Office, and then Parks and Rec, and now Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, no, was... that's not him. Never mind. But Wait. still, great. It was one of the same people that was in that original Michael like, Big Five. Yeah. yeah, and the guy and Dan Gore who also worked on Parks. But yep. so he's like his uh, Michael Shore's mentor. Yeah, and I don't know what I was saying, but it was great. Good talk. Yeah. No, oh. For uh, sure. The sen- yeah, oh, in that sense of The Simpsons, it has... Oh, okay, now I remember, sorry. Uh, it was an interview with, I think it was Michael Schur talking about when they were trying to cast the, the uh, someone to play um, Amy Poehler's ex-boyfriend, the cop. Oh, yeah. Also played by Louis C.K. Yeah. And they were like, no, he's not good-looking enough. And it was Amy Poehler who said, who cares what they look like? Just yeah. get someone funny and we'll make it work. Exactly. And I love that Amy Poehler has an influence in the show. Yeah. And like, she and, absolutely has to. Yeah, they talk with about that. Character. that. She, has she writes to. some episodes. Yeah, I think directs. I'm not sure. I, mean, I know I've seen producer cut, Amy Poehler's yeah. cut. Uh, what? Kitty cat. What do you want? Oh, and that's, that's how Louis C.K. ended up yeah. being um, the cop the in the show. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's so great. I love her. So did you check out Silicon Valley this year? I'm not a super big fan of it. I loved it, but. I, I like the Mike Judge kind of stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not like a. I'm not yeah. too, too into it. A little it. misogyny. Well, there wasn't any women in the show. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's not it. super relatable. That'll happen. And now the cat is coming back for us. Hello, Belle. And then we just finished watching uh, Veronica Mars. Oh, ten, really? 10 years too late. Yeah. Where have you guys been? Yeah, it's almost never, the movie time. Ne- well, that's why, because the oh, movie came yeah. out. And I was like, I guess I should check this show out. And then I'm like, it's not about space. <laughs> Oops! Oh, <laughs> well, wait. I didn't know. I didn't know when it aired. Oh, okay. So, do you have any other underrated television programs we both love? Have you watched Buffy? You need to. You need to be my wife. Ugh, Buffy. No, she's the sci-fi person. Ugh. I didn't picture you as a Buffy fan. I guess I should have known. It's... Buffy Angel. Do you like no. Angel? And Dollhouse. No. Nah. But Buffy. Yeah, I hear a yeah, lot about no. Buffy. That's Gotta like a watch cult it. show. The Joss Whedon Yoon. Gotta watch it. He's a cool dude. He's aight. He wrote Toy Story, so I like him. Yeah. <laughs> weird human being. Yeah, he's like a weird person, but like yeah, he very, does good things. Very intense. Yeah. From what I've heard him on podcast. Yeah. It, like, I wouldn't be friends with him, but I appreciate what he does. Yeah. When we went to Comic-Con in Rhode Island last year, 
the guy who played Xander was there doing oh, like, really? a panel. It was pretty cool hearing yeah. him talk about. I was like, actually, yes, I should watch Buffy. I've tried. I have friends who are like upset. My friend Alicia. You gotta was, like, like watch it from the beginning. Yeah, and isn't there? Like, and a, it's long. Isn't there a bad movie first that has nothing to do with it? I think that was like halfway through the production of and, it. Like, but Joss Whedon like quit. Yeah. The movie. He's openly it was talked like about different being, actors and everything. It was yeah. really weird. He uh, he openly admits being a difficult to work with person. Yeah, I can but see that. I guess you have to be at some level. Yeah, especially in that business. And so we're kind of starting to wrap it up towards the end. Okay. Um, what other podcast do you listen to, if any? Um, I'm not really a big podcast person. That's so. Funny. I'm a YouTube person. So what do you? That's so funny. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how many people I've gotten to come on and be like, I don't really know what they are. Or listen, and I was like, Well, thank you anyway. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Everyone's just been a good friend. <laughs> no, I'm definitely big into the YouTubes. How does that work for you though? Like, you just go on YouTube and look up stuff. No, I'm like subscribed to a bunch of people that huh. I really enjoy their videos. Anyone, mm, they know, do like comedy and stuff. Who should I check out? Because I, um, I just got a PS3. Yep. So now I can watch YouTube on that Ooh. in my room and then um, on the Apple TV in this room. Yeah. Um, check out It's Grace, who's Grace Helbig, who's freaking hilarious. Um, anything with Mamrie Hart, she's great. Hannah Hart is incredible. They're, the three of them are best friends, so they do a lot of stuff together.
Uh, uh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to check them out. So YouTube. Yeah. That's like a thing. It's solid. I do watch Nerdist. Yeah. Um, the Nerdist channel YouTube and Funnier Die. Yeah. Does some fun stuff. So I guess Always. I'm going to start. They're guests on his stuff sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, we had a, a, a guest on, Andrew Costa, who has done some of this. Right, he did some writing that he submitted to Funnier Die. Oh, I think cool. it was just open source that anyone yeah. could do. But I thought that was pretty cool. And nice. his stuff's really funny. I like... Uh, I'm a sucker for the Will Ferrell and oh, absolutely Adam McKay crew, and you know who I love now too, like Kristen Wiig and her little crew, and like Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph, yeah. What a queen! You ever seen the Way Way Back? Yes, she's in that. I love that. Everything. Oh well, let's kind of wrap up our last uh, two questions because I screwed up the machine. We have to re-record. See, we're way too honest on this show. Yeah, whatever. Uh, what did I write YOLO. Down? All right, so YOLO. <laughs> do you miss me in the office saying YOLO all the time? I do. Does anyone even notice I'm gone? No. Not really. It's okay. Yeah. I get it. Sorry. I'll pop in sometime. It's okay. how it is there. Well, it just it's just because we all, everyone works either Tuesday to Saturday or was it Tuesday, Saturday or Sunday, Sunday to, to Friday. Thursday. Or Sunday, Thursday. Yeah. Like half your staff does that. Then you have a, a, a handful. And then the rest of people are nine to five. Yep. And then it's just a lot of running around and people in and Pretty out. Much. So you just, it's, there's no. Sometimes you forget people do work there that do work there. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause you have days where you won't even come in. Always. Um, so I want to wrap it up with the last two questions we ask everyone. Yeah. Places to eat in uh, anywhere. Um, we talked a lot about Providence and Boston. So. Yep. Where do you, where, if you're in Boston for the day, where would you go? If um, recommend it. If you're there for one day, one last meal kind of thing. If you're like a newcomer to Boston, stop by Dick's. It's just really, really funny. They insult you the whole time. It's, it's so an great. experience. Yeah, that's the a food's fun time. not perfect, but it's like your regular chain restaurant. It's better food. than Chili's. Yeah, it's better than Chili's. It's the okay. It's the best quality chain food with the worst service in the okay way. Yeah, it's intentional bad it's service. Fun. I, I used to have it's a T-shirt. Hilarious. Yeah, is that like the only place it is? There might be like two of them. Uh, there's a couple of them all around. They're there's fun. two in Boston. Yeah, and they're like, "What the fuck do you want?" And they throw stuff at you. They'll throw your straws at you. They'll throw you like thirty straws when you only need one. They're <laughs> never ask for extra dipping sauce. Never. You'll, You'll get it though. It. You'll get it, but you won't like it. Yeah, they screw with you. No. I guess that must be a weird job because you think thinking like, oh, great, you get to be dicks to people all day. But you probably have to gauge your level of assholeness. No, one of my friends like worked there and he was like, it's such a struggle to be so mean. Yeah, I would have a hard time with that. Oh, yeah, me too. And then the fact that like you, can, you can't you can be that big of an asshole to certain people. So like, exactly. learning you have what's to, like, the line. Gauge your asshole level, I guess. Yeah, like what happens if you're like too big of a dick? Like they yeah. complain to your boss like, well, the place is called dicks. It's kind of the point. But like, the that's customer the is always right. Yeah, of course. And uh, so let's talk more. Let's talk Providence food because okay. it's better. I'm going to go for Antonio's Pizza, which oh, is the best. I've never been. You need to go. Like 30 foot long pizza bar. All different kinds of really, really weird pizza toppings like French fries, avocados, barbecue chicken, ranch, everything on one piece of pizza. And it still tastes incredible. And it's not expensive. It's very casual. It's a cross from my slice. Which I it's, love. It's uh, right on Thayer Street. Yeah. I always do nice slice, but I guess I got to try Antonio's. No, you got to try it. You'd love it. Yeah. And then uh, for fancier food, Andrea's That's... right up the street. Mm. Right up the street. Mm. Authentic sorry, Greek I'm... giant proportion food. I'm just thinking of the, the block of feta I once got there. Yep. And it was literally a block of feta roast. Is it roasted, I think? Um, I was... think they slow roast it. Yeah. And then there was... Um... 
crackers or whatever the Greek crackers are called, the pita. Yeah, pita chips. And and there was a dipping sauce. Yep. But the thing about Andrea is, is do not plan on going anywhere. Like, come home nope. and you're going to put on Straight sweats. Straight up food coma. You're going to fart a ton. Yep. And you're going to watch some TV. And you're going to feel healthy because you ate a lot of Greek food. <laughs> Greek and it's food. not actually terrible for you. So. Like, oh, Greeks. you And you're Greek. I am Greek. So thank you to your people. You're welcome for from your my fifth. people. That's all we care about ethnicities for is what kind of food can you make me? Exactly. Pretty oh, much. You're, you're Spanish? What are you cooking? Oh, you're yeah. Italian? What are you cooking? What are you bringing? Well, I don't. I don't want to discriminate. Bring on the food. Please cook for me. Yeah. <laughs> Heck. And uh, so the last question we do, we, I, see, I'm still, Yeah. this is the first time I've done an interview with, um, Solo Dolo. As the, uh, as the new show is uh, Let's Check with Revel and Friends. Yep. So, um, what was I going to say? Uh, so I got this question from listening to a podcast with, Aisha Tyler has one called Girl and Guy. Yep. Which is really good, which I know you're not a big podcaster, which is whatever. Mm. Not everyone is. Um, actually, most people aren't, is what the yeah. reality is. Yeah, let's it's, be real They're here. still becoming mainstream. It's yeah. Still, but um, she's talking with Richard Roper of fame, Ebert and Roper. Yep. And um, the question, he's talking about some famous movie reviewer and that his uh, uh, dying wish would be that he, I forgot the guy's name, but he was just saying that if he could have one dying wish, it would be to watch his favorite movie again for the first time. Because the yeah. experience you get yeah. from watching a movie. So it's not even about the movie being so good. It's just or your the experience movie, of watching that, it for the yeah. first time. And if you wanted, if you could relive that experience again, yeah. what would it be? Mm, up. Good Go choice. Show. Any day of the week. Any time good of the year. Good choice. Up. And you cried, right? Like we always. Always. Every time I watch it, still, I've seen that movie about 30 times, and I still sob like a small child. I watched it twice Always. in theaters. Yep, me too. So good. That first Publicly five cried. Yeah. Yep. And the balloons and um, Braylon has the tattoo. Yeah, she does. And you're like, brilliant. Sweet. That's really nice. I liked, um, I love Doug the Dog. Doug. I, I love, love Kevin. Kevin. I'm going to have to watch that again. I've been talking about that movie. I love yes, it. human. Like, that, do- that movie gets referenced <laughs> All the time. Porch because I love you. <laughs> I lo- it's just the most accurate portrayal of what a dog would be like <laughs> if it could talk. It's so true. Like so on point. And that little I have boy just met you, but I love you. So like, you just feel on that. Hello, old crotchety man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but he just, just that relationship and yeah, the different levels that are in the background of that movie that you wouldn't pick up on right away but yeah. you know where like so many dark layers to the movie but it's still such a beautiful film i love the scene with uh that first time you see the waterfall yep and you're just like for a moment it takes you out that cgi yep. that's a good yeah. choice like the moment when you see the house next to the waterfall at the end cry every time mm. every time yeah that's like the most touching moment of the entire movie i like fan art a lot and yeah. I, I like to watch things, and I'm like, that's like, I'm like, I wish I was an artist because I would pick that scene and make it a painting. Right. Like, I like to take things that are digital and make it like realistic. I, I, like, that would, I'm sure someone's already done oh, that. Oh, yeah, probably. I know there's like art galleries in LA that are dedicated to pop fan art. Yep. I own a Muppets one in my kitchen. I saw that. Kitchen. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I was at a Comic Con. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so cool. <laughs> it's I'm a huge I, Muppets fan. I wish I had that person's card because I want to credit yeah. that work he did. It's great. It was between, they had all these different ones and like different kind of that same style. Nice. And it's, um, I was at the time, uh, I, was, I am also still wearing a Breaking Bad t shirt as you're here. Yep. But like, it's like, I need to get a Breaking Bad fan art. And then I saw the Muppets one. I was like, 
I, I'm, I'm I, done. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to get this and put my room my room in Victoria. I was like, you can just put it in the kitchen. I was like, oh, okay. So now I have a Muppets fan art and a Homer Simpson doll in my kitchen. And a big picture of a bowl of pasta. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was um, my mom took that. Oh, and it's uh, uh, the bowl of pasta. It was the bowl that my grandmother still has, and she's had for like 60 years. That's so, so cute. We used to eat Sunday dinner at the table. We're recording on every Sunday at my grandma in that bowl. And I think oh. that picture is from, like from one of the last dinner she did at, before she had moved out of her like house that my mom oh. grew up in. So that's really sweet. That's then, so sentimental. Oh, yeah. my God. And then there's a Pepe's picture above us because we love Pepe's. Oh, but yeah. this is her table. Oh. I'm not very sentimental, but I like food and I like mm. pictures. And like I love my grandparents and my family. Well, so there you go. It works out good. And I can't believe I forgot to ask you about all the instruments you play. Oh, uh, yeah. Can you name them off? Um, uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Alto, tenor, soprano, baritone, sax, clarinet, uh, drum kit, any kind of hand percussion, um, baritone, what am I missing? Melodica, didgeridoo. Um, I'm missing some things, but wow, the usual. If you ever feel like uh, record some musical piece on your Jamming. phone, send it over. We can use it for, our, we'll, we'll throw it in here if you want. Okay. Uh, we're always looking for new theme songs and cool. actual songs. And a hundred times over, thank you for coming on. You are welcome. Anytime. Uh, yeah, Glad to be here. Please come back. And come, I will. Come back with Kat. Oh, boy. The cash. We'll do a wrap. Cash money. And then I can't wait to do your mom's radio show. You, you let her know. I am I will. so excited. I will. Anytime I will be there. Especially okay. Monday. Since it's on a Monday, yeah, it makes it even easier. Exactly. Not a problem getting anywhere. Cool. I cannot wait. And, Me uh, either. Thank you again. You're welcome.